And, right. and because we would die for our family in a heartbeat, you know, but we worry about what people, what they're going to say and they're going to, you know, and what they may think, who cares what they think? They're going to think it anyway. And one thing I've learned, Dr. G, when I was broke, they talked about me. When I was bankrupt, I repossessed. They said, man, your house looks abandoned. You failed at everything. When I made tons of money and in magazines and on, you know, in books and all this stuff, they talked about me. So in reality, the only way we don't, they don't, here's the key to never having anybody talk about you. Don't have anything, do anything or be anything, live a life of insignificance. So in my why was big enough to make me cry because be, being in business, being an entrepreneur, having a different life than the masses you, yeah. you know what? You're, it's an emotional roller coaster. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. Here. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. We are here today with Darren Kidd. Darren, how you doing, man? You all right? I am, I am doing awesome, Dr. G. So thanks for having me. Awesome. And so we want to hear all about you and what you're up to. Well, if people see the video, they know I'm not a hair model, so that's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's uh, I don't take a whole lot of interviews on podcasts, but when I saw the name of your podcast and all the great things that you're doing, I'm like, you know what? It would be an honor because I love what you stand for and all the great value that you're providing. So I really appreciate that. And yeah, where would you like for me to start on my story? Listen, wherever you feel that you can share with us and it's going to tell us a story about how you overcome overcame fear. We love that. All right. So I'll start where, you know, I walked into my wife and I, our master bedroom about 25 years ago. And uh, we have five kids from almost 30 down to 15, which for any of you that work from home, here's a little quick warning. Be careful. You can have a bunch of kids if you're not careful. And, uh, but when the, <laughs> The uh, but anyway, my daughter, you know, we had told her we walked in, I walked into the bedroom, I shut the door behind me, I'm walking by our windows, and they had sheets tacked on the windows, because we couldn't afford many blinds or curtains. And right. I walk over to the closet, and I'm pulling this big two foot Coca Cola plastic piggy bank out of the closet. And where I told my daughter, hey, put your money, you know, in that piggy bank, because someday, we'll go to Disney World. And that's oh, exactly okay. what my dad was saying you know, on his deathbed 12 years ago, someday we'll do this. Someday right. we'll do that. And, and I learned that someday leads to a town called nowhere. And exactly so here I'm right. doing the exact same thing. And, you know, and I'm on my hands and knees and I'm going through the change and I can smell the money, you know, as I'm telling you this, and I was going, God, how could I get this low where I'm, you know, here I'm 25, I'm bankrupt. My car is repossessed. We're on government assistance. We're applying for food stamps. 
I can't feed my kids. I can't support my wife. I'm a college dropout living in a small town. I went to the doctor for depression. And it was about that time when I'm going, how much lower could I go that my daughter walks in the room seeing me take her money. And I was just trying to get enough just for milk and bread and peanut butter and some cereal to last a couple more days. And she sees me taking her money for Disney and she runs out of the room crying. And I'm sitting here just on the floor going, how did I get here? But that was the moment, Dr. G, that it hurt bad enough. That was the moment that I go, you know what? I can go out and create the life of our dreams or make excuses, but I can't make both. And I walked in the room and I took a three by five index card and I wrote on it, I will until. And that's, that's the name of my book you see behind me. I will until, and I tell people, look, you can't change your life overnight, but you can definitely change the direction of your life overnight. And so that's a path that completely changed our world over the last, you know, 20 years we went out and, and I invested tons of money into me and just said, you know what, I, whatever it takes for my family to have a better life, you know, we'll, we'll live and we would die for our family, but yet we're worried about what people think. We worried about somebody's right. opinion. Yeah. And the last time I checked their opinions, don't put our kids through school. They don't feed our family. They, they don't. don't. They put food on the table. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, th- then then I went on and the, the after story is the last 20 plus years, we've been able blessed to, you know, make multiple seven figures, own franchises, you know, for 28 years, I was in relationship marketing, uh, spoke all over the world. And so it's been a huge blessing. And that's why now I'm so passionate, you know, Dr. G, because if you would have told me back then, man, this is awesome that you're going through these things and you can't feed your kids. And right. I would say, but Does it feel I would awesome? Have t- yeah, I wouldn't have taken it too well, but now I know it is not the easy times that make us grow. Right, 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 right. Oh wow! And so you know, as you say that, I, it speaks to the fear that you have to overcome, right? Because what you know, it takes a lot. It, it takes a lot to get in the position where you're like, okay, man, this is it. This is like a new low. Like, where do I go from here? It only can go up. But then the next part is like you become afraid now because you're like, well, what is the next step? How do I get out of this? And so I think it's really cool that you were able to find an avenue where you're able to actually like work on yourself. So how did you do that? Like, what was the first thing that you did? Like, how did you like even know where to look? Well, you know, again, when you get to that point where it hurts bad enough, it's like the story of the old farmer in a rocking chair on the porch mm-hmm. and a neighbor's walking by and he goes, Hey, mister, I can see your dog under the porch and he's laying on a nail. Ooh. And the old farmer goes, don't worry about it. When it hurts bad enough, he'll get up and move. Oh, I so see. for me, that's when it hurt bad enough, you know, and, and, okay. and now looking back, the, the worst times in your life can be the best times of your life. When you fight through that fear and you do it anyway. And, you know, obstacles lead to elevation without obstacles. There is no elevation. And Dr. G, there were times that I thought, man, God, am I being punished? Like, Mm -hmm. is God punishing me when I found out it wasn't punishment? It was preparation. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't rejection. It was redirection. It was protection. And I had to go through what he was trying to get me to. And so what when you get clarity on why you're doing something, reasons come first, results come later. 
So when you, and it's just like, I know you have a lot of female listeners, right? And so yes, we yes. all, we all know, Hey, listen, if you get between a mama bear and her cubs, oh, yeah. you're annihilated. <laughs> yeah. You're done. You're toast. There is no hope for you. And, right. and because we would die for our family in a heartbeat, you know, but we worry about what people, what they're going to say and they're going to, you know, and what they may think, who cares what they think. They're going to think it anyway. And one thing I've learned, Dr. G, when I was broke, they talked about me. When I was bankrupt, I repossessed. They said, man, your house looks abandoned. You failed at everything. When I made tons of money and in magazines and on, you know, in books and all this stuff, they talked about me. So in reality, the only way we don't, they don't, here's the key to never having anybody talk about you. Don't have anything, do anything or be anything, live a life of insignificance. So in my why was big enough to make me cry because be, being in business, being an entrepreneur, having a different life than the masses, you, yeah. you know what? You, you're it's an emotional roller coaster. It is. You don't understand. You don't get it. <laughs> no, you you can be on top of the world so jacked out of your mind, you're like a chihuahua on Red Bull. Oh yeah. One day. Oh yeah. In the very next day, you know, you're ready to to wrap up in a snuggie and watch a Hallmark movie and eat bonbons. <laughs> But when you're oh my god, what a visual! That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's one thing I tell people: I'm a hot trainer, right? And when they look at me, they're like, "Nah, Darren, you're not that hot." I mean, honest, open, and transparent. I'm not going to candy coat it. You know, I'm not going to because we're not helping people when we tell them it's just all sunshine and rainbows. That is yeah, not reality. It's, not. it's a freaking really battle is. every day. It's an emotional roller coaster. But when your reasons are so strong, your why is so strong. So I wanted to quit a hundred times a day. But I would rewind and see that movie in my mind of my daughter running out crying. And I go, you know what? They can quit on their family, but I will never quit on mine. You knock me down. I'm getting up every single time because I don't want some actor, actress, musician being my kid's hero. I'm going to be right. their hero. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I bet you Disney didn't really know that they made this kind of impact. <laughs> <laughs> well, and let, let me just tell you, you know, for all of all of you out there that are you're fighting daily and you're going through the emotional roller coaster, the way you pull through that fear, your reasons have to be so strong. And so I one thing that I would encourage you to do is get clarity. If you're you're burned out, you don't feel motivated. It's not burnout. It's not lack of motivation. It's lack of clarity. When you have clarity, clarity gives you focus. Focus gives you energy. And when and what's fascinating, Dr. G, and, and you know, the science now proves that. Our brain doesn't know the difference of reality and what you tell it. Yeah. So when you visualize an experience, it encodes it as an actual memory. You, you produce the same chemicals and endorphins as if the experience actually happened. Now, why is that important? Well, we're our own pharmacy and we move in the direction of things that we're familiar with, good or bad. If it's drama, man, if anything bad happens, it always happened to me. If we heard that before. Right. right? Oh, yeah. and it really yeah. does. If there's no drama, oh, yeah. we create it. Those people create it because that's what they're focused on. So when you, what you focus on, you attract. And so don't look back unless that's the way you want to go. Look forward, right. focus on what you want, focus on why, because when you get through those downturns and you're having a self doubt and you're fearful, that's what helps you stay strong enough, long enough to get to the other side. Because you know what, fear, it's okay to have some fear as long as you do it anyway. And that comfort zone is designed to keep us safe. It looks at sameness as security. So anytime you try to do something you have normally done, it's going to look at it as dangerous, but comfort zones aren't comfortable. 
So when I learned everything we ever wanted is right outside our comfort zone. Oh, yes. And I started getting comfortable at being uncomfortable and feeling the fear, but doing it anyway, that's courage. Then you start building that your your that waterline, right? Like your 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 identity. You start building mm-hmm. that confidence a little bit at a time. And so, yeah, that's what I would encourage you. Get clarity on what you really want. Keep it in front of you. And then one more thing. I'm going to stop talking because I get so excited no, about no, this. No, no, go ahead. We are here uh-huh. to talk. I mean, it's a podcast. You do it right <laughs> there. You can, you can tell I'm passionate. I mean, I love helping people. And I know how I felt when I was just so scared and fearful and going, man, they must come from a big city. I live in a small town. They must have a college education. I have a lack of education. You know, they must be great public speakers. I'll pass out in front of five people that I know. But when I heard a speaker going, you know what, can you get a little bit better today than you were yesterday? And I'm like, okay, that's something I can do a little bit better. But the other thing is like knowing you're having clarity. So like, you can't see this right now, but all around my office, I have a success environment. I've got screensavers of my goals and my dreams. I've got YouTube videos playing of places my wife and I and family love to travel. Maybe it's Hawaii. Maybe it's Disney. I've got affirmations. I've got, you know, verses. I've got all Bible verses, all kinds of stuff everywhere to continually keep me focused on where I'm going, why I'm doing what I'm doing every day, why I'm fighting every day. But the other part of that that I would encourage everyone to do is write down the pain you're going to experience Mm -hmm. if you do not go out and go for it. Because people will do more to avoid pain than they will to gain pleasure. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And when you start writing down, hey, you know what? I want to miss family moments I'll never get back. Right. You know, or I didn't realize that how much money you have could determine whether you live or die until I had family members in that position. Oh, yeah. So when you have your clarity, your reasons, yeah. and, and you're focused, and then you have the pain of what you're going to experience if you don't go do it, that push and pull yeah. is a beautiful thing. No, that's good. That's a good illustration. Because I think, like, you know, people understand that it needs to be a why. I don't think they completely understand how, how compelling the why needs to be in order for you to make it through, particularly in the entrepreneurial space, particularly here. And, um, and then the next thing is, I love how you like broke it down. That was really good because I think people understand or they know that, yeah, you know, I need to do things even though I'm not comfortable with them. But I think that they don't always grasp that, you know, it's repetitive doing little uncomfortable things. They don't, you don't have to be like jumping off of a cliff or something, or, you know, if you're afraid of height, going bungee jumping for the first time ever. You start with something small. You start with something that makes you a little uncomfortable. You know, you 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 reference speaking in front of five people, like that's that's a that's a gateway into like growth because you speak in front of five people. Maybe you might have passed out, but you still did it. Then the next time it might be ten people, and the next time it's like a whole room full of people. Like that's just how you continue to grow, and it's constantly a little bit of discomfort. If you can even do it every day that makes the growth happen even faster. But realistically, I know that's not true for everybody unless you're focused directly on your personal growth. So yeah, no, that was good. Thank you for breaking that down. Yeah, yeah, it's progress, not perfection. Exactly. That's important. When when I was sitting in the back of a room and I was having that pity party for myself, and by the way, there were years that I was a victim. Hey, poor pitiful me, it's where I live. It's my, you know, and and now, you know, I tell people just because I don't have a college education does not mean I'm not educated. 
right? I've spent multiple six figures in my education. I grow every single day. I consume content. I'm in masterminds. I'm traveling all over the place because I know the same version of me that got me to where I am is not the same version that gets me to the next level. Of course. So, but, but when I was sitting in that back, back of that room going, you know what, they must have a college education. I have a lack of education. They must be from big cities. I'm in a small town. When that speaker said, look, can you just read 10 pages of a good book a day? I'm like, you know, even though I've got ADD, ADHD, ADT, <laughs> I got them all. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Like, I, I mean, I have a hard time, you know, when I'm sitting there trying to focus, my mind wanders. I'm like, okay, I can, I can read 10 pages, even if I have to reread it. Well, that's right. about a book a so yeah. most people don't book a year in 10 years, you've read a hundred books and, or listen to 15 minutes of an audio a day, a training, a podcast like this. And so when that, that 1%, if you just get 1% better a day in one year, you can Google the math. It's 37 mm -hmm. times better, not 37%. Okay. I right. talk about that in my book. And, and then what happens is that consistency and persistency and working hard to maintain a positive attitude. But like you said, the challenge is when you're doing those small things on a daily basis, they seem to make no difference at all. Right. If I walked into McDonald's today and there was somebody on the floor and you go, what happened? They're, they're, they're dead. Well, what happened? Mm -hmm. Well, they ate a back French fries, milkshake, apple pie, and they died instantly. We would never do that again, but right. it's, but slowly we dig a grave with over our teeth time. over yeah. time. And, and trust me, I love to eat. So I have to fight not to do that. So it's the simple mm -hmm. disciplines that compound or the simple errors in judgment. Mm -hmm. And by the way, that daughter that I was telling you about, she learned yeah, what's she up to? These principles. Yeah. Well, you know, she's got a, she's got a really good position, but the other day I was talking to her and she told me how many books she read last year. And I'm like, what did you just say? And I even got her on a Zoom like this one time. I'm like, could you repeat yeah. that? 152 books she read last year. Oh, that's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. So this this not only affects you, but you start to, these habits and things start to go through your children and your grandchildren yeah. and you make an exponential impact. No, that's awesome. That is awesome. Does she, rem I mean, does she remember that day with uh, piggy banks? You know, I'm not sure. We had so many challenging days. I don't know if she's blocked. Oh, okay, fair. That's fair. I don't know if she's blocked or not, but you know, it's it's um my I'm very proud of my kids. You know, they've they've done extremely well. They're doing extremely well. They're great kids. They've been around the personal development environment, so they think differently. And you know, and I think that's important. We have to rewire a lot of you that are listening. You may have been like me. I had great parents, but my dad was extremely negative. That's the way he was raised. Okay. So I never heard I'm proud of you one time ever. Oh, but no. he would tell other people, but it wasn't manly, you know, back then. And um, and so I was angry. I had I was insecure. I got bullied, you know, all these crazy okay. things growing up. And so it takes a while to rewire our brain. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's very important to put the right things in because garbage in, garbage out. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, no, I totally could see that. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's beautiful that even though you had that foundation, you're able to spin it so that your children don't have that, you know, so you completely change the course of the future, which is awesome, you know, because, uh, yeah, it's, you know, we're, we're working on ourselves, that part is super hard, <laughs> but it's nice when you see, like, the fruit of it in the people that you influence in your own family, so 
that's really cool. Yes. Hey, it's Dr. G. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. So tell us about your book. About the book. Yeah. So my book, I call it snackable content. <laughs> it's just, okay. you know, it's a short book. I mean, it's maybe a little over a hundred pages. Okay. Um, but it's called I Will Until, you know, unlock your limitless power to succeed. I had a billionaire mentor that mentored me for many years, and, and he had 40 companies in 60 countries. And what's even more impressive than that is he paid for over a thousand kids a year to go to college. Awesome. And, and when I was with him, he had given away, you know, 400 million to charity. And, you know, he told me for years and I heard it, but I never really got it. And, yeah. and you go, Darren, what is one of your superpowers? I think the superpower for me is I like taking complicated things and making it really simple. Okay. Because that's the, that's the way that I think. And he said, you'll never get past your self-imposed limitations. Mm. Not what goes on around us as important as what goes on within us. Mm -hmm. And anything that we ever achieve, anything that we ever win, we achieve and win in our head first. Yeah. Hypocrisy, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You know, what thou seest, thou beest. What you mm -hmm. focus on, you attract. We move in the direction of our expectations and things that we're familiar with. And mm -hmm. I heard that, but I really didn't get it. But we have this internal, and, and different people say it different ways, an internal thermostat where we only get what we feel like we're worth. If we feel like we're a 75 degree person, we will self-sabotage and we'll continue to come right back to that place. So, what it doesn't matter how much we learn, it doesn't matter any of that if we don't work on that. I call it the invisible lid in our own head, mm -hmm. you know. And, and you know, when I, I did a uh, I flew out to Utah this past week and, and spoke at an event, and I talked about my LTL method, the lift the lid method. And so, okay. the book really helps you work on your philosophy and your attitude to raise that invisible lid in your own head mm -hmm. to only feel like we get what we're worth. And, okay. and so that, I think that's extremely important to, to work on that. So yeah, very simple read, but snackable content, but I believe it's going to, it's, it's powerful, very simple, basic things that make a difference. And where can they find the book? They can go to IWillUntil.com. IWillUntil.com. Okay. okay. All right. Awesome. 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 And if they want to, so, so do you offer any other services besides the book or do you have a coaching 
Yeah, I have a uh, six month. Yeah, I have a six month interactive coaching program, so they can reach out to me. You know, through there, contact me, and we can set up a you know a call and see if it's a good okay. fit. I'm speaking. You know, I've spoken all over the world, and actually, if you go to IWillAntil.com, click on the speaking link. If you want to get a good laugh, you can see me dancing in front of 25,000 or attempting to dance in front of 25,000 people. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm going to go there right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want a good laugh, just something to lighten your mood, you know. But oh, my goodness. It's, um, yeah, but I love helping people. And I know you have a lot of people that are listening that, you know, we're going through some challenging times. And Tony Robbins is talking about, look, the next five to eight years, we're going into a winter. And you can either yeah. freeze to death or you can snowboard and you can ski. Yep. And what I've learned hanging out with wealthy people is the biggest transfer of wealth happens during recessions, depressions, oh, yeah. wars. Because oh more people are going to need you. They're going to need hope. They're going to need, yeah. you know, so, so problems solved. And so right now it's how can we serve other people? How can we make an impact? And those Absolutely. of you that are willing to fight through the fear and do those things on a daily basis, have your reasons in front of you. And just focus on, don't focus on the results. Don't focus on being perfect. Do it messy, fail forward. But when we start coming out of this winter, that's when you mm -hmm. gain share. That's when you, again, you elevate to that next level and you look back going, wow, the, the blessing was the obstacles. The blessings, blessings were the challenging times. The blessings were where I had to go out there. And even though I was scared, I did it anyway, because right. I came out the other side, the same the same hammer that, that 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 crushes glass forges steel. Yes, yeah, no, that's that's good. It's 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 so interesting because you know <laughs> I I do a lot of investing, and like one of the things they were saying was like, oh yeah, yeah, people don't realize that this is now now is a good time. Like when everybody's like, oh my god, the markets are bad. This is when everybody's buying up all the people who have the means. They're all buying up everything when it's low because they know. You know that it's going to be when blood, what is, how does uh, Warren Buffett put it? He says, whenever there's blood in the streets, that's when I buy stocks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. I know. I don't know the exact quote, but there's an opportunity when there's blood in the streets. Yeah. yeah something like that. There's, yeah. People, people do the opposite of what they should do. Like now is yeah. the time that you go all in. Now is the time yeah. that you, you sacrifice because I don't know how long it's going to be, but a year from now, you're going to be able to buy, you know, a year from now, two years from now, real estate, really a fire sale. You know, oh, yeah, then totally. look back. Totally. Yeah, look look back. Airbnb, Uber, Amazon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All of them started during recessions, depressions. Yes, they all did. Yes, they did. And look at how that has worked out for them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. And, and also, too, uh, Dr. G, I'll, I'll leave you with this thing, too. No, yeah. I don't push people to believe what I believe because people believe. I've got friends of mine, they believe the opposite, and we still love each other. Think, I mean, that's crazy, huh? These days, how can you? not agree with the same thing and still be friends. No, we love each other. No matter what they believe, we respect one another, but I believe we're made in the image of our creator. And we're, we're in every day we're, we're created for success and the world tries to program us for failure. We're told more about our limitations on a daily basis than our potential. And so I believe you have greatness in you. And, and mm -hmm. when we're going through these challenging times, you have to take inventory of the people around you, what you listen to, what you read and who you associate. Yes. yes. Very true. Garbage in, garbage out. But in their yeah. associations, they work harder on you than you work on them. So yeah. they're like an elevator. They lift you up or bring you down. What are your associations yeah. doing to you or for you? And I just turned 50 in March. And let me tell you, I've never been more intentional. You sure don't look it. What the? Stop some more. Sure Stop some it. more. You sure don't look it. <laughs> I, I don't feel it. 
Thank <laughs> you, saying. thank you. No, no, you really do. Well, you look fantastic. I'm well, saying that too because I'm not that far from that age. <laughs> you don't look that either, girl. I'm gonna tell you that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But you, you know, like you take you care of yourself. Good. Yeah, and you know what's interesting, Doctor G? I feel better. If you look mm -hmm. at pictures of me from years ago, I feel like I look better and I definitely feel better than I did in my twenties. But it's about being. But, but you're also you also had a situation that was different mentally in your twenties, right? Because yes. you said right around twenty five was when you had the the nadir. So I mean that that makes a big difference. Like people don't. I mean, yes, it's 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 what you put in your mouth. It's how you move your body. Like it's all these things. But it also is what is your stress? Like how do you deal with stress? Like if you're if you're constantly working on yourself, you're constantly giving, you're constantly doing things that are gonna like you know um, enhance the world around you. You're gonna look younger. I mean, it's just just how it happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, you start to apply those disciplines to every area of your life. Yeah. Can I eat a little bit better today? Can I move? Like I have habits and rituals that I've created because at first you create them, then they create you. So I have rituals when I get up in the morning. I have rituals throughout the day where I use the Pomodoro method. Every 25 minutes, I'm doing push-ups and air squats and stretching. And, you know, and it only takes like three or four minutes. But right. by the time I go to the gym, most afternoons, I've already done 100, 200 push-ups. I've stretched. I've gone for walks. <laughs> yeah, I've done breathing exercises. I'm, I'm, you know, tracking how much water I've had because performance measures, performance improves. So I get all these things that I do. And a little period of uh, uh, over a period of time, they compound. Yes, it is. So it's focus on progress, mm -hmm. not perfection. A little bit better every day, and then one area of your life affects every area of your life. So if I take care of my body, I told my right. kids they look to buy a brand new car and put bad gas in the car. Right, you're not replace premium the car. only. <laughs> yes, yes, and you can replace the car, but you can't replace your right. body. But guess what? No. When you do that, I have a better marriage. I've been married thirty years. Right. So my yeah. marriage is better. my energy, which makes me more productive. So it affects yeah. one area, affects every area of your life. Absolutely. Now, it's a good, good, good way to illustrate it. Now, that's fantastic. Now, that's, that's great. And, you know, it's funny because like um, I try to tell my children this, like I try to tell my children the visualization aspect of things, you know, because I say I'm always telling them, like, you know, who you associate yourself with. And how your mindset, what you tell yourself, what you, your self-talk is huge because that is really the driver for everything that you do. And it's going to either make you not get to where you need to go or it's going to help you to surpass where you thought you were going to go. So, yeah, no, so I'm glad that you mentioned that. And I'm actually going to tell my daughter again because she's got a basketball game later on today. So I'm going to tell her to make sure she visualizes herself dribbling to the basket and scoring. <laughs> So yeah. she actually will do it. <laughs> well, and let me tell you, here's what's, you know, I don't want to talk too much, but when there, now that science proves that our brain didn't know the difference of reality and what you tell it. And when you think a thought, we think 70 to 90,000 thoughts a day. And most mm -hmm. of them are subconscious. By the time we're 35, 80, 90% are subconscious. So you have to really think about what you think about. So I'm very right. intentional on fueling my mind with the right things every day and block, fueling the positive, blocking the negative. But when you start to visualize, you produce the same chemicals and endorphins as if it actually happened. So you can experience an experience before you ever experience it. And then we move in the direction of things we're familiar with. And there's studies. If you just Google, I have fun just Googling this stuff because the power of the mind, the power of life mm -hmm. and death is in the tongue. What you think about, you speak about, 
it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You bring it about, you know, and you know, whether it's what you think, speak, who you associate with, you catch what you're close to. But look at the studies. I just saw a study where three groups, one did nothing mm-hmm. for so many weeks. Uh, one actually did the curls with weights. Yeah. One mm-hmm. visualized doing curls. Yeah. And again, the one that did nothing, no results. The one that did the right. curls, a certain percentage of muscle growth and size. But what's crazy is the one that visualized, visualized groups. Also, visualized, yeah. They had almost as much progress as the ones that actually lifted the weights. Which and is that's not the mind is super powerful. It's, it's the crazy. mind is so powerful. Yeah. And and yeah. the reticular activating system. You have to tell oh, your yeah. brain you want and it wants to be right. Yeah, I don't yeah. say I can't afford it like I used to because your brain goes, hold on, let me go into the subconscious mind and throw all the reasons right. in your conscious mind of why you can't. You're right. Instead of going, how can I afford it? Right. It's a difference. Yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, so be careful what you what you what you read, what you listen to, who you associate with, and then work on not only thinking and speaking the right way, but also visualizing as if it's already happened because you produce the same chemicals and endorphins. And then when yeah. you set your goals and start doing that, the reticular activating system, like you never noticed how many cars are on the road. Like right, until you. Right. You're like, wait a minute. How did everybody get the same car? No, it's always been like that. (laughs) Because it it, it blocked most of the things out. So you have to tell it what you want. So when you start, you see what you're looking for. So that's why it's important to be very intentional because then your mind will start to allow things in to serve your goals and block things out that don't. That's so true. That's good. That's a good way to, to, to put it together. That's awesome. Great job. Listen, we are going to be, we're at that part of the show where we do our fill in the blanks. Are you ready? Ready to fill in the blanks? I'm ready. Darren? Okay, cool. All right. The first one is, if I am fearless, I will. Uh-oh, it broke up on me. You said, what was it again? Okay. The first, the first fill in the blank is, if I am fearless, I will. Oh, the internet connection went out one more time. I'm sorry, Dr. G. Let's try one more time. <laughs> okay, yeah. No worries. If I am fearless, I will. Until my book. Okay. All right. All right. Fair. All right. The next one is to me, fearless freedom means. Going after your goals and your dreams, no matter what anybody else says, thinks, or does. Okay. All right. And then the last one is my battle cry is. I will until. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to spend time with us, Darren. We really appreciate you and all of the wisdom nuggets that you dropped. And thank you for sharing the story about you and your daughter and the piggy bank. Because um, that, I mean, I didn't have that same experience, but I feel like we all have had a moment like that where we feel like, wow, how did we get here? And so using that as a fuel for, you know, your, to make your why very, very strong, so that it propels you forward into success, to success, that's amazing. And that's a, a great testament for all of us to see. So thank you so much for that. You know what? It's been an honor. And you know what? We can't change our life overnight, but we can je- definitely change the direction of our life overnight. So I can't wait to hear what everyone has listened to this podcast, what you go out. Let's make the rest of the year the best of the year. Awesome. Thank you, thank you.